Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street in downtown Rome, Georgia, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. I'm Carly Parker with the Rome Floyd Chamber, and today on our podcast, we have Brian McDaniel with Blood Assurance, and then Jenny Ware from Floyd County College and Career Academy. Welcome, guys. Good morning. Thank you. Hi there. How are we doing? Doing well? Doing well. Doing well. (laughs) Well, welcome to the show. Uh, Appreciate you being here. Uh, Jenny, let's start with you. Uh, For those who don't know, like me, I know a little bit, but for those who don't know, Floyd College and Career Academy. Tell us all about it. What is, what is it and what do you guys do every day? Okay, so the Floyd County College and Career Academy, we, we are a school, um, but technically we're not a school. We have um, different pathways, which are areas that students can come in and get different skills in different areas. Um, and those pathways are determined by our local economic need and our workforce need in the in the community. Okay. Um, so the the students come from all four of our base high schools, Model, Pepperell, Coosa, and Armurchy, and they'll come to us for their math and their science and their pathway. Um, and this gives them an opportunity to have um, exposure to different areas that may not be available at their base high school. So they will come to us for half a day, and then they're at their base high school for the other half of the day. Uh, okay, so at their base high school, what are they getting? They are taking their social studies and an English and then one other elective, and then they come to us for math, science, and the other the pathway okay so is this is this designed to expose them to something or is this a is this a connection to employment is this is this a little bit is this around college or step two college what what's what's everything everything um, we have um a lot of people mistakenly think that we're just like a tech school um and we are not we are a true college and career academy because we have advanced academics and dual enrollment options ap options um and those also uh, are available to, to any of the students. But the pathway component, it's a way for them to get skills that they may not otherwise um, be exposed to. Um, and so our goal is to make them employable citizens right after high school if they choose or if they choose to go on to college and get that credential uh, we can we can help them in that way too. Okay, and what is your job title there? I'm the assistant principal. And I'm also the dual enrollment coordinator for the county. Okay. The last time I talked to an assistant principal, I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do discipline. <laughs> it was a long time ago. No, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I do more of the curriculum side and uh, try to help kids and guide the kids in the areas that they need to go Well, you to. just so. push that up. I don't do discipline. I mean, <laughs> I she just shut that down. Well, no. I, well I met with the disciplinarian plenty yeah. growing up. Well, I am a mom, so <laughs> I'm giving them that, that look from time to time. But, I mean, you know. uh, well, that's part of it. So, like, what's what's the enrollment? Like, we have uh, we're, we're pushing uh, 900 students, uh, you know, and so we, we try to balance a morning and afternoon session, which sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But um, we have a lot of kids, and we're looking for our enrollment to increase because it, you know what we do is a good thing. Uh, the kids are really excited about it. I think um, they they see the value in what we're offering. And, and that's kind of why we're doing this showcase and what we'll talk about in a little bit. But that's why we're doing the showcase so that not only the, the students can see the value, but we want the community members to come out and see what we do as well. And because it, it not only helps our students and their parents and the families, but it can help our community and our, our business and industry partners without within the community as well. Oh, sure. 
Um, okay, well, we will circle back around. And it's, what's interesting is, as we learned before the podcast, y- your organization kind of has a relationship with Brian's organization at Blood Assurance. So, Brian, first and foremost, just kind of tell us the big picture, what, what it is you guys do at Blood Assurance. Well, Blood Assurance is a, a regional blood supplier. We supply blood to over 70 uh, healthcare facilities across the five-state area, um, including the hospitals here in, in uh, Floyd County. So um, we provide both of these hospitals. We provide the um, air ambulance services that would pick you up in the event of a, a major uh, traumatic accident or something. Um, we provide blood to them as well. Um, and so um, as a blood supplier, we are the sole source blood supplier for this entire area. So every every drop of blood that we collect in turn comes back to this area. You are in a constant supply and demand issue, aren't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what do you do to recruit? Well, we, we offer uh, specials for people. Um, we especially um, giveaways. Uh, we offer uh, uh, some opportunities to, to get into raffles or, or so forth. So um, this month and, and, and through January, actually, we're giving away a blanket um, for everybody that comes and donates. Um, it's a plaid blanket. Um, think something like L.L. Bean kind of look um, uh, that's uh, for our uh, all our donors. And then... Um, we have a special that um, uh, people can sign up on our website for uh, an Echelon bike. Um, so we're going to give away an Echelon bike and three months of um, uh, membership fees with that bike. So um, we're, we're always trying to do something to entice people to come donate. Um, you know, uh, anything that we can do to kind of poke people and say, hey, come on and uh, give some blood to help your, uh, your uh, fellow citizens and so everything we can do. So, um, you su- but you supply every hospital, every drop of blood that flows here in surgery and everything. Absolutely. Every single drop of blood that goes into these hospitals comes through our doors. Wow. So what's the need every day? Well, every need, every day we need a minimum of 350 donors. Um, we'd like to have that number be around 500, um, not here locally, of course, but across our service area. Um, and so, um, when we don't get that blood, then we're in a position of potentially telling hospitals, hey, we don't have blood. We need to look at um, limiting uh, uh, some elective surgeries and things that they might be doing, um, which causes problems for the hospital and also for the, the patients on the other end that might be having that procedure. So um, we do everything that we can to, to make sure that we have that blood. Um, and that's why we offer these enticements for people. And that's why um, we we get out in the community and, and plead our case for people to come and donate. Well, if I sound a little nervous, it's because a principal just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> okay. And uh, hi, hi, I'm Roger. Nice to meet you. Hey, Roger, John Red Armor, sir. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Nice to meet you. Uh, you, you too. Um, he's an Alabama fan. That's why he's a little late. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we save the college football trash talk for before we start. It was but, late. That works. <laughs> so, so I'm a bulldog. <laughs> Congratulations. She, she's thank you. She's an Auburn Tiger. <laughs> he knows that he's on the board at the chamber. Uh, I think I knew that. But, but, but that's the beauty of Rome. We're just at this cross section of all things Southern football. Yes, uh, so uh, anyway, welcome. Um, and I, I was joking with Jenny here about the last time I wasn't talking to a vice principal was a long time ago, and I was in trouble. So, um, but I know you guys want to talk about the show, the showcase. Showcase. Mm-hmm. So, so have at it. Uh, tell us what's going on. 
Miss Ware, I'll let you get us started. <laughs> well, I kind of talked a little bit about okay. what we do um, at the College and Career Academy, um, but the showcase in particular is an event that we're hosting with, along with the chamber, um, where we want to invite the community and show them again that relationship between our pathways to the industry credentials, whether that is a college degree, diploma, certificate, or, you know, any other additional training, and then how all of that then flows into meaningful employment. Um, and that's that. That's the big picture there. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a recruiting tool for students to come in and see what they can do because they come to us as, a, as an 11th grader. So we do want to open this up and say, hey, look, you know, when you're when you're an upcoming junior, you can come to the CCA and do these things. But we also want the community to see what we do, not only for our students, but what we can do for the business and industry within the community, because we can provide them with skilled labor, uh, workforce that's ready to go with skills and employability that's needed, like right when they graduate. And another advantage would be keeping all this talent at home. So, at home. Keeping it local. And that that's something, you know, the chamber is helping us uh, develop this program on Monday night, and they've been excellent to work with. Um, but that that is something that we definitely want to do is we want to make sure uh, that our students are successful and that they help us uh, be successful as a community after graduation. So um, that is something that we want. That's really, you know, what we try to do with our College and Career Academy and help our students understand that, you know, how do you become a productive citizen one day? What do those steps look like? And and we talk about a lot of things. We teach our kids to be leaders at the College and Career Academy, you know, how to lead yourself, how to lead others, all of those things. So um, a part of that is also giving back to your community and, and helping out with certain things. And, you know, our partnership with the chamber and all of our members on our board of directors, they do a great job also kind of showing our kids, this is how this works, this is how this happens through work-based learning and all those things and, and just getting those kids involved. Now, you know, we're looking, one of our interns is working right behind me right now. So this is kind of a, kind of nice to see. Yes, we have, we have an intern for Hardy Realty in the building and perhaps she'll come, uh, she'll come join us a little bit later. Uh, she's being real reluctant, but she's crossing the room. Uh, um, so, um, you talked about the pathways, like, okay, we know. In their core school, it's reading, writing, arithmetic, history. <laughs> well, they also have some pathway options at their base high schools, too. We just offer some that are not um, just not available at the base high schools. All right, can we kind of get into specific of what some of these are, like mm-hmm. what fields of, of study that were, sure. or industry or business or healthcare, whatever right. it is. Well, and one of the, our biggest pathways is actually healthcare. We have three different teachers who have um, areas in, we've got, uh, CMA, Certified Medical Assistant. We have CNA, which is Certified Nursing, nursing. Assistant. We have um, a sports medicine component, and then we have phlebotomy. And so our students in healthcare can take the test, which you want to go ahead and mention our Yeah, our oh, we had news. some great success. Uh, we, we were able to hire a new teacher this year for our CMA courses and uh, 100% pass rate on that so far. Oh, so wow. we have some students that are uh, – ready to go to work um, as of Tuesday. So that that's an awesome thing. And, you know, just kind of a, a testament to what we do and, and how well our teachers are doing what they're doing. And our students are, are involved and getting involved and taking it serious and making sure that they're uh, learning the things they need to learn in order to be successful. So could, 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 is somebody ready to go work, go work at blood assurance? 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And, and you have a relationship with them because you, you show up every now and then draw blood, don't you? We um, do. Well, they'll be there Friday. They invite us to their campus <laughs> and we're, we're grateful for that. Um, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, um, they do a great job of getting students out. And um, it's, it's always a rush for us because the students are in and out of the, the building so much. And so, you know, we're always in a hurry when we get there because we know we're on limited time, but the students are great. They come out and donate. And so, you know, without those students donating, we'd be in real trouble. About 25% of our donations come from high school students. Really? Yeah. So, so a large percentage of our donations come from our students in our high schools. And it's great to have you guys on campus because that also lets our healthcare students work in an area that, you know, that they're going to be working in later on anyway, especially our phlebotomy students to be able to see that and to, you know, make sure that all the safety protocols followed and, and all those things. So, and, and the teachers allow the students to kind of organize the blood drive and, um, they do some aftercare with um, with the donors when they come off of the buses and so forth. So yes, they do. it's a great opportunity <laughs> for them to be involved in a healthcare setting, seeing things real life, um, you know, and things that happen. So it's, it's great for for them and for us. I'm, I'm, my brain rambles in weird ways. While I'm, how long does blood last when 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 it's drawn? How how long is it useful? Forty two days. That's it. That's it. Oh wow! So, so y'all really are like it's an everyday kind of struggle finding right. people right and and to compound that issue you can only donate blood every 56 days so the if, blood actually expires before you can even come back and donate so it's just, it's not that we would always have a unit of blood on the shelf from that person um, that blood expires before that but but right now we're using blood at a much faster pace sure. and so um, we're keeping blood on our shelves for one to three days right oh yeah it's um, as soon as it comes so, in it needs yeah. to go out uh, but it can stay for 42 do, do you have like rare types that stay for a while we do. And, and then we, they, we, they we have the ability to um, to freeze blood um, and so what we can do with with rare units is we'll freeze those rare units so that we have those rare units available should the need come. And, and we actually work cooperatively with blood centers all over the world, in fact, um, with rare units. And so if, if we have somebody that has something ultra rare that, uh, that we don't have that, that particular blood product, someone else in the country or maybe even somewhere else in the world does have that product. And so we can, we'll change, we exchange blood in that way for rare units to, to make sure that we have blood for those people. Yeah. How many blood types are there? There's like A and O, and I don't even know what all that means, but. Right. <laughs> so you, you have, you have A positive and O positive, I mean, A positive, A negative, O pos, A neg, O neg, B pos, B neg, and then A, B pos, and A, B neg. All right. Which one's the rare one? The rarest? <laughs> yeah. Um, the rarest would be the AB. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I I was, my joke, you know, with my friends who watch college football is that, you know, if they're pessimistic, their blood type is B negative. And when (laughs) when I'm watching college football, I tend to be positive. Uh, (laughs) That's a lot easier for Georgia fans last couple of years. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, Well, we've, we've run into a buzzsaw against your, your guys Mm -hmm. in Tuscaloosa a few times over the years. and. We ran back into that last year. <laughs> I still have I still have visions of Tua. <laughs> Second twenty six. I think I have the T shirt. So. Oh no! Yes, sir. Okay, I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. Well, go ahead. 
You want some of the other pathways that we have? Sure. Yeah, yeah that's um, that's where I was headed. Okay. Well, other than healthcare, we have um, a game design and programming pathway, which uh, a lot of students really enjoy. That I was going to say, this generation oh, especially would absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have construction and welding. Uh, we have the teacher academy where they go in and actually. It's not just learning to be teachers, but they learn a lot about uh, education and, and uh, child development and those kind of things. And they do internships. Each one of our pathways has opportunities for those kids to do internships within their pathway. Um, and they're all over the place. We have business and industry in the area that have um, been just wonderfully gracious and had our kid as in Hardy Realty, having sure. one of our interns. Um we have agriculture, we have um, fame, which is our film and uh, film art and media entertainment. They, that That's is clever. A, oh, it's, it's really cool what he does in there. They call him Lord Williams. His name is Rick Williams. And you may have actually seen him on the Rome Little Theater stage because he just finished uh, Little Shop of Horrors. But uh, So Lord Williams, that's his program. Then we have a couple of... <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good title. That's, it is, that's, it is that's better good. than principal. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, but we also have two dual enrollment programs, and one of those is robotics and engineering, which I would encourage everybody to come out and see that program because the, the setup that they have in there is just... <laughs> unbelievable it is top-notch unbelievable and then we have criminal justice which is a dual enrollment program which means that those students who are taking those classes are actually taking college classes just like our our math dual enrollment we have you know college algebra college pre-calculus calculus, calculus uh, all kind of different things so are they, are they enrolled in a specific college they are okay mm-hmm. so and so it's not something that it's a credit that they get that will apply later they are literally dual, they are literally, literally college du- students dual enrolled mm-hmm. um so what if they don't like the pathway that they chose? Do you well, see that a lot? I'm, honestly, no, we really that's don't. That's kind of surprising because I think there was a study that like when you get to college, like the average college freshman changes their major like four times. So, <laughs> well, and that's one of the good things about this is we have to remind the students and the parents sometimes that this is still high school. You know, these are still high school kids. They've got some time to change. So, you know, if you decide that you want to be a doctor later on, but you didn't get in the healthcare pathway in high school, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um, our goal in, in one of our taglines is, you know, have, having or bringing prospects to professionals. And that's what we try to do. But that doesn't mean that if they don't have the pathway that they're going to wind up doing the, for the rest of their life, it's okay. You know, yeah. this is still high school. Um, do you and wanna- a lot of what we do in high school is, you know, what I would call like survey courses, right? So even some of our pathways are, it's a survey course. So we're not necessarily always digging a mile deep. Um, sometimes we're staying on the surface of things, but we're covering stuff a mile wide. So, you know, for example, if a student goes into the construction pathway, they may not go and build houses one day for a living, but they're going to have a basic knowledge of how to keep their house and, you know, their, their stuff, their business, whatever it may be, how to work on some general plumbing, how to work on some general electricity, all of those things. And, you know, for agriculture, it's the same way. You may not make a living out of going and working in an agriculture field, which is so broad, but you may, you may have a small farm one day. So it gives them opportunity to um, just kind of, get a a larger breadth of knowledge of what they're doing but it also for a lot of our kids it's hey i know this is what i want to do and this is where i'm going and we provide them a a foundation of that in their education how long have you guys been around the the academy 
So the before we were the official college and career academy, we were um, the Floyd County Technical High School. Before that, we were Coosa Valley Techni- um, Vocational School. So it's okay, changed it's yeah. a, a couple of times. The, the college and career academy um, process, and we were one of the very first ones in the state. So there's an official certification process you go through through the state in order to be a college and career academy or, or a certified college and career academy. And, and a part of that process, you have to, you know, apply as a charter uh, you go in you receive charter status so that's an application that you do with your local board with the state department so there's a lot of steps to it but ultimately we have been a college and career academy i believe since 2011 and what is what is your background we'll start with you with like, me yeah um my well okay i'm a little weird because <laughs> my background is a little different both of my parents were educators and they told me that if i went into education they would disown me so <laughs> i was wow. actually a theater major um and so i started out um when i graduated i was so you would have I, taken the fame pathway. yes i would have <laughs> um well i wanted to go into advertising and when i graduated it was in the middle of a recession and nothing was available so i was i started to substitute teach in a middle school, and I just absolutely fell in love with it. So I started teaching uh, at Pepperell Middle School in social studies. So that was my passion. I found it. I knew exactly what I was going to do. And then I moved from there to a counseling role because I had students coming to me with, with all kind of different problems, and I would always have to refer them to the counselor. And I had one one little girl I'll never forget. She said, I don't want to talk to the counselor. I want to talk to you. Why can't you be a counselor? And so that light bulb went off and I did that for a while and then moved into administration. Um, still doing some counseling things, but I'm, I'm where I, I love to be and I love my job. And I can honestly say that I still love coming to work every single day. Wow. Well, pardon the segue here, but I guess you could just say that education is in your blood. Uh-huh. There you go. There you yeah, go. Very good. I, you got jokes today. Oh, positive, by the way. I, I know what I am. So, so Brian, what's, what's your background? How did you end up at Blood Assurance? Well, I was, um, I was a medic in the Army, um, and then I became a, a lab tech in the Army, and uh, then I became a med tech. Um, and so... Um, the rest is history. Basically, I I got into healthcare. I was in hospitals, um, but uh, worked with blood. I actually um, took a special course in the military, um, specializing in blood, um, and then uh, in either giving blood or receiving blood. You know, and, uh, the application of blood. And uh, so then I uh, uh, I worked in hospital administration, and and uh, just blood assurance came open to me about. Uh, six years ago and so it was a great opportunity for me to do something i love oh first and foremost thank you for your service absolutely sir. uh are you from here originally no yeah no i it, it sounds kind of crazy but uh um i came through here i was in alaska um in the army and i was getting out and so i well, came I wanna, i'm sorry go ahead i came through this area um and from alaska uh, yeah um i had some visits some friends in, in the area and uh i thought you know, really looks as much like Alaska as any place I've been. It's, you know, and so without the snow, so I got a job offer um, in in the military uh, to go to Erlanger in Chattanooga. So I worked one year in Chattanooga and then migrated into Georgia and uh, um, have lived in Georgia ever since. So. And you, what, Brian? Uh, I'm sorry, John. What's your background? So I, I grew up in Alabama. Um, graduated from Albertville High School over in the in the great state of Alabama, but uh, got got a little bit uh, more educated and decided to move over the line to to Georgia. And uh, he saw have, the light. Have been here <laughs> ever since. So uh, 
No, I, I've been a lifelong educator. Um, that's what I've done my entire career. Um, I knew when I was nine years old that I wanted to, to be a teacher and an educator, and so just followed that passion my entire life. Um, I was uh, in the classroom for a while and then moved over into into educational administration and uh, was at Coosa High School for three years as an assistant principal, and then I was the principal at our Murchie High School for the last five. And then uh, when Eric Waters, uh, who really kind of put our CCA on the map, um, decided that it was it was time for him to to move on. He retired last year. Uh, the opportunity was you know brought to me about going over and moving over, and I was super excited to be able to go and, and do that for the College and Career Academy and go be a be a part of that great team over there. Well, one of the things I find interesting on this podcast is we talk about different businesses and organizations, and and to your point, Carly, about some you know college freshmen change their majors a lot. Some people know, yes, and they just follow it like you did. Some people try something else, Jenny, like you did, mm-hmm. but but kind of come back to something that's in their blood. Some people it becomes by by training, and they they you know they find their way into it. Still blood. <laughs> yeah. um, some people change careers six times or whatever. They're they're a car salesman, and then they're you know they work at the bank or you know yes, it's 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 just interesting how how people's uh, paths flow. So. Can you talk about some some success stories uh, from some of your students that maybe I would th- think warms your heart uh, to to see somebody come through the academy and then get a local job and and become a good citizen things like that? Yes, sir, absolutely. That's actually something that we do um, as part of our social media and you know our networking opportunities is we put out. Uh, about once a month, a, a CCA success story. So uh, one of those that we did recently was uh, through our welding program. We actually had the unique opportunity to, to hire back as our welding instructor this year, um, a student that came through our program. Um, and so it kind of a full circle situation there where he went, uh, he worked in the field for a while and decided that, you know, somebody had made an impact on him. So he wanted to come and share that talent with, with students. Um, we see that a lot. We have uh, a student right now, uh, who through work-based learning uh, did a internship with Georgia Power, and that turned into full-time employment with him. And he's working through their ranks right now to move up in, in, in Georgia Power. Uh, Oglethorpe Power is another big partner of ours um, where uh, we have interns, and I think we've had three students over the last two or three years that have turned an internship into full-time employment right after graduating from high school multiple healthcare, um, you know, success stories there. We, I mean, you can go and walk around Atrium, uh, Advent, Harbin Clinic, and so many of those young employees were people that came through the Floyd County Schools College and Career Academy, and they got their start by going and, and getting that training at the CCA, going and doing those internships, making those those connections, because, I mean, like we saw this morning, I mean, a lot of what we do is just connect people to other people who need people to work, and we have people that want to go and do that. So we connect them, and they get they become successful. Okay, so we talk about the success stories. Yes, but what about those in the program right now? So uh, this Hardy Realty intern that we've been trying to coax to join us has now joined us. <laughs> Hello to Bailey Tomlin. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Are you a little nervous? Um, a little bit, but not too bad. Uh, so tell us, you've been eavesdropping. And the, yes. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what the what the Career Academy does for you as, as a student. Yeah, so specifically in my situation, I've always kind of known like where I wanted to be in the future. So I'm in a real estate internship right now. And something that's great that the CCA does is 
they give you opportunities that you wouldn't be able to get if you were just like at a base school. Like if I were to stay at my school there, um, the CCA gives opportunities for us like that can put us into real world situations and give us real connections that you may not get somewhere else. So it's not even like just the, the training itself, the opportunity for an internship. It's even more hands-on. And, yes. and, and so, so you're interning for Hardy. What do they have you doing every day? Well, <laughs> um, I get to observe a lot of really cool things. Like I get to go to closings and I get to go to showings and things like that. And I just help out where I'm needed. And I just get opportunities to learn from a bunch of different people. Like, yes, Michelle's my supervisor, but I still get the opportunities to learn from different people's positions, just not only hers, others too. So rewarding, fulfilling experience for being at the CCA? Yes, definitely. I would say that it is a great opportunity for people that want to get their feet in the water just to know like, hey, do I want to pursue this? Do I want to, um, is this something that I want to do? And it's a great opportunity to learn that before you step into that major in college. So if you change your major like four or five times, like you may not know what you want to do, but if you have these internship opportunities, you may already know what you want to do in college. Well, wow. you guys, she's like a walking spokesperson yeah, for us. She now. is. <laughs> she, she's pretty excellent. I've known Bailey for a long time. Um, but, you know, and one of the cool things about, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't necessarily fit within their pathway. So, for example, in working with the Expo uh, about a month ago, we had some FAME students um, that, you know, they wanted to do kind of an expose on the expo so uh we brought in our fame students they came in they did a lot of interviews with different students and things like that and we knew that bailey would be a good person to do that because of her business connections and because she she's comfortable talking to people and all that so bailey was one of the people actually in front of the camera with the microphone talking to people and she just has that personality about her to where that that comes easy to her so we had the technical people behind the camera that were doing all the the really important stuff and then bailey's just there connecting people so it 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 all flows and work so much together just like you know a typical business environment would what what, what year are you you would... a senior in high school yes okay so what's your base school Armurchie high school Armurchie yeah yes, first grade right there that's me first grade at Armurchie <laughs> very good yes sir <laughs> and part of second then we moved I don't, I, we're not going into my history so um okay well let's just uh, uh let's just kind of go around the room here and do final thoughts and contact information how people can connect with you uh brian let's start with you guys at blood assurance how can people donate blood <laughs> and uh or or website social media how can they connect with you well they can go to bloodassurance.org um to to set up an appointment or um they can come to our center right here at 164 shorter avenue uh we're in between longhorn and and hobby lobby Um, so pretty easy to find, um, pretty, pretty centrally located. Um, and so, uh, as I said earlier, we're giving away, uh, blankets to all donors now through now through January. So a good opportunity to get a nice blanket, uh, for the cold weather. Um, and we have, a uh, echelon, uh, bike that we're giving away for all donors in December that register on our website. Um, and so there'll be a winner chosen from that for that. What are your hours? So like if I need to drag my husband on a Saturday. Our, our <laughs> hours here are, well, nine to six on, or nine to one on Saturday and eight to six um, on Monday through Friday. And um, uh, we were talking about, uh, I think a moment ago, said something about um, uh, rewarding. And um, one of the things that we do now is we have a program called Thank a Donor. And so a little tag is placed on every unit of blood that goes out. Um, and so we will get messages back from recipients. It has its barcode or has a, uh, 3d code. Um, so they can take, scan it with their camera and then they can write an, a message to the, to the donor, the recipient can, 
um, thanking them for their unit of blood. And so um, some of those messages come in uh, privately. They don't, they don't want them posted. But um, just recently, um, some of the messages we had were, um, uh, thank you so much for donating for my mom. She was always an active person. Um, and now, uh, partly thanks to you, she will be leaving her wheelchair behind and focusing on living an av- avid life outdoors. Um, just, you know, wow. it's just message cool. after message like that. Where, you know, uh, somebody was, uh, another one was, uh, thank you so much for giving the gift of life. I'm a mother of five in liver failure, um, and your gift is help me, helping me restore to my blood loss. Thank you. Um, so it's it's just you know it becomes, it's really rewarding more of a, more to, of a to personal see those. connection absolutely yeah. and um, so uh, donors may get those messages from time to time um, you don't generally see them for emergent situations they're usually people that are in out, outpatient settings or um, in uh, cancer centers or uh, you know uh, uh, offices you know, like say this person with liver failure was probably in a in a, an office having dialysis or something or some 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 procedure done. so if someone wanted to partner with you can anyone just call blood assurance absolutely. and maybe try to do a partnership with you guys absolutely um it can come by our center we will be glad to talk with somebody or um they can just um uh, reach out on the website and, and uh, we'll be glad to work with everybody one thing i want to add to that is that if and I'm not sure of the number of units that they need to donate, but if a student donates a certain number of units, they actually get a cord that they can wear at graduation, and kids will fight over those things. So this is, you know, if they, it's an opportunity to have a cord if they want to donate blood. Yeah, yeah kids donate six times, they get a cord. Um, they donate ten times, they get a double cord. Um, and so uh, we also give them opportunities certain times of the year to earn extra points towards cords because you know obviously around christmas and new year's is a slow period for us so if they come in and donate we can we'll give them uh, double credit for towards their cords so but uh, the students really enjoy wearing those cords it's a big deal okay uh, yeah always a need obviously so and that's that's blood assurance um okay how can people connect with you guys at the career academy or so this is a program for juniors and seniors mm-hmm. and, and obviously there's through the school system they know how to connect with you but just anybody else that wants to connect or follow you on social things like that how can they do that so uh we're at uh floyd cca is a lot of our, our handles on everything but um you know really i think come monday you know from five to seven uh, monday night twelve twelve. We would love to, to show you around. We would love for you to meet um, some of our business partners. We would love for you to come through and just kind of see what we do. And, you know, the big thing about Monday is it, it is, like Jenny was saying, a recruitment tool for, for students and all of those things. But our current students are going to be there. Uh, it's a connection thing for them. And even, you know, what we hope is that we see some stories from some people who are coming maybe to bring their child, but they, they see, hey, this is an opportunity for me as well to get connected with some of our local um, technical colleges or Georgia Highland, Shorterberry, and maybe do some things to, to help uh, them where they may be um, right now in their life too. So, All right. Carly, final thoughts? Well, I was just going to add, y'all are going to do door prizes, right? We are. We have, yes, they're going to be great. Oh, door so, prizes. Door prizes. Well, there you go. Yes, yes, yes. And a hospitality room for chamber members. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hospitality so. and prizes. Yeah. <laughs> that's always a great way. And Absolutely. I think food, too, right? Yes, yep. Ma'am. And the hospitality room. Yep. Yep. That's Good all, those are just checklists to get people there. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, And then, obviously, y'all will be partnering. Blood Assurance will be partnering with you guys on Friday. So tomorrow, can yeah. anyone come to that? Friday? To, uh, well, I think tomorrow is set up specifically for, for the students. students. I think okay. you know, because of the volume that we have going through there, I don't know that we could do that. But I know 
it's really as simple as just calling them and trying to get set up. So if you have a location, they'll call, they'll send the bus out, and they do a great job. Yeah. Or Saturday. Yeah, you can always go Saturday. So um, last thoughts from the Chambers. We're always thankful for our partnerships with, obviously, like the Floyd County uh, College and Career Academy and Blood Assurance and our nonprofits and any other small business out there. We always continue still having um, events going on. You can go to our website, realmga.com, and look at our chamber calendar to see what's going on, not only with the chamber, but with the community. It, it get used as a kind of a community calendar for our chamber members. So, and we would love to be a resource for anyone else that needs us. Um, you can contact me at kparker at realmga.com as well. So I think that's it. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, Brian, John, Jenny, thank you so much. Bailey, who has stepped away from the table, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your appearance. And, and y'all, you guys ought to use her more. She ought to be in all your advertising. She's a great one. <laughs> all your yes, marketing. <laughs> um, anyway, thank y'all so much for being here. This has been great. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight here on Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios on Broad Street in downtown Rome, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.